0: You may or may not be aware, but you are in for a treat right now. This is a great episode of Songs That Change You. How you doing? My name is Aiden, and the reason I'm so excited about this one is because it's with my good friend David Hall. I have never met somebody more passionate about God's kingdom than this guy right here. Him and Donna are incredible. They've both been so helpful in my life over the years, and I just love them. Now, if you're checking out the podcast for the first time, thank you very much for dropping by. Please subscribe in Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave a five star review there. Over the month of May, we didn't get any new reviews, which is fine, but that's how the podcast grows. So if you've enjoyed it for a couple of episodes now, please leave a review. Uh, Write some nice things there, and it'll help spread the word and allow more people to discover songs that changed you.
1: Strike up the band and make the five lines as (laughs) Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Songs that changed you. Today, joining me
0: to talk music uh, in a much anxious state, I would say, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: we have world-renowned preacher, uh, Australian Christian Church's state president for South Australia, my friend and pastor, David Hall.
2: Thank you for joining me. Thank you. I'm glad that I finally uh, stepped into the position of your friend. Absolutely, you're my friend. It took a while. You, you're a slow bird. I'm honoured
0: to call you my friend. I'm honoured
2: to call you my friend. It just took about six years before I feel like you admitted it. <laughs> At first, you weren't, you weren't making it easy.
0: I don't think that's entirely true, but obviously that's the way I'm perceived, apparently. To the listening
2: audience, it's very true. But- <laughs> hey,
0: we're here to talk about songs that have changed you, songs that have had an impact on your life. Mm-hmm. And I threw this out to you,
2: what, like a week ago? I had a feeling this could have been happening for months. Sure. And so then I thought of the songs that changed me, and there's 500 songs that have blessed me.
0: I feel like I've caused you um, sleep deprivation, nervous energy for the last couple of days. You threw a list at me, maybe eight songs yesterday. Yep.
2: And we've got one now. we got one. What song has changed you? song called Ancient of Days that I'm not exactly sure who the authors are, but Ron Cannoli, the worship leader. Mm Mm-hmm. He he really made that song famous.
1: Every tongue in heaven and earth shall declare your glory. Every knee shall bow at your throne. My Lord, in worship, you will be exalted, O God, and your kingdom shall not pass away.
2: It was probably a song that came out. Around the same time that I feel like it flicked a switch in my heart to have an appreciation and a passion for praise and worship, it's a song that I look back on that put, I I think, a real hunger in my heart for the things of God to, 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 to be a worshiper, a praiser, and somebody that worships God. But I also feel like it's when I think he brought two worlds together, his praise and worship did. In what way? I think you had African-American gospel music, which I still think is the best music you're ever going to hear in your life. If uh-huh. you ever go and listen to G.E. Patterson, Bishop G.E. Patterson having church with the saints, or Bishop Carlton Pearson, I mean, they're awesome. But really, there was a time where you heard that kind of music in you know African-American church, and then you had white music that was basically like what you'd hear in those churches, but had no feel, no funk, no groove. Ron Cannoli brought the two worlds together, and I think changed the face of worship. Globally, I think he'll go down as a pretty major influence in Modern praise and worship.
0: It's interesting you bring that up. And I want to get to his past in a second. But let's set the scene. You would have heard this roughly early 90s. So you're, yeah, we're talking I like... I think I must have been like
2: grade 6 or grade 7. Yeah, so like, like, like 93, 94. 10,
0: 11, 12. Around that sort of age bracket.
2: Yeah, I was born in 81.
0: Yep. So tell me about your life at that point. I had a
2: criminal past. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. I didn't. I, I. To be honest with you, just a just a regular kid. Had you found God for yourself at that point, or was
0: it still almost like through your parents, if you know what I mean? That,
2: yeah, I I can tell you, I had my own revelation of Jesus a little later than that, but I feel like all of this put a desire to serve God in my it's, heart. It's a grounding, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think often we as pastors go when you pray the prayer, you've closed the deal. You've asked Jesus into your heart, but it's the Holy Spirit that leads us. And so there can be so many markers to take you from lost to found. And there's a moment, you know, for sure, but it can happen over time
0: not everyone has like a flick of a switch and it's yep. an instant change for a lot of people it's just a gradual build gradual build gradual build this yep. music gets louder and louder and louder uh and and then it's oh all of a sudden i am
2: all right yeah I, but I, there is a moment of regeneration definitely where you are converted for, you go from darkness to light no but i mean yep. as
0: in like you don't almost realize that that's
2: getting louder and louder and louder that voice in the back of your head you know yeah well i think for some I grew up in a Christian home, and so like I, my past—what did I do wrong? Bit my sister a couple of times. She bit me. <laughs> You're back. a biter. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but but so so I'd be, it'd be a bit like that. But I can I can tell you the moment I gave my heart to the Lord, I was I was a little fella. But I also can tell you, so it was probably six or seven, and I meant it. I, I asked Jesus to to be the Lord of my life and to forgive me of the not so bad sins I've really ever committed. But at the end of the day, my testimony is not as elaborate as some, but we're as lost as anyone else and we're as found as anybody else. But, but I, I had an encounter with God when I was about 15 at a youth camp, maybe 14 in, in, in February of 1996. And I do feel like while I loved God, while I was a Christian, I'd given my heart to him. That, that was the moment where I felt like God's empowering presence came upon my life. And there was a sense of calling and destiny to serve God. But I, th- I think worship was a hugely key thing. Yeah. To capture my heart, I'm a failed worship leader. That was that was the first thing I ever wanted to do. Well, there were albums, weren't there? There's two of them. Two. Yeah. <laughs> Guy Sebastian sings on both of them. Just a little name drop there. Yeah, Jul- Julie Sebastian sings. She can sing too. <laughs>
0: but this was the sort of music that you grew up listening to, and this really imprinted upon you yes. that that sense of who God was and mm. and what it was to worship.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, now it's a bit—it's a bit dated, but like it was cool too. Like when I grew up, it was the pastor that would worship lead, not the senior pastor, but a the pastor. They couldn't even necessarily sing, yeah. Let alone look good, let alone be cool. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, you had Mr. Burns leading the singing at church, <laughs> and then this guy bursts onto the scene, and you know he's singing songs that are so full of life—they're musical—and and you're mixing a bit of that southern praise and worship gospel sound with with you know contemporary music and now we're singing this in church so i remember church suddenly it changed things it changed praise and worship we used to sing like put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness and then this guy comes out and boom just and there's clapping and there's, there's clapping and there's movement do you know much about ron's um past
0: as far as what he did before he was a worship leader I, he, I have no
2: idea he, okay. must, he must have been musical
0: Yeah, so he was in funk bands In like really? the 70s and early <laughs> 80s and stuff <laughs> It was Ron and Candy And they had a hit single in the late 70s With uh, Lovely Weekend Lovely Weekend And it's exactly what you think it would be It's like real, like something you would hear On a Shaft film like it's, oh, really? it's, it's a little bit like <laughs> oh, bass awesome. heavy Wasn't it
1: a lovely, lovely, lovely weekend Together
0: Together Nicole. So he had this sort of like soul career for sort of like 10 or so years that never really took off to sort of household name sort of level. Mm-hmm. And then he went to join um, a church and I, I'm not sure when he found faith. I don't know if that was, he already
2: had that. Well, I knew he was a worship leader at a church in San Jose. Yeah and a great church it's still a great church and and uh and then i think he was everywhere the the album was there was g there was jesus is alive yep then that was the first album i remember and then then lift him up and then somewhere there's like god is able um then sing out and then welcome home there's about six or seven albums i've got them all (laughs) of course you do are you still listening to this sort of
1: music? All Are you still the time. This
0: on?
2: Yeah, I. My son last <laughs> night. I'm playing my music, and he's just sitting there, sitting there, and then he loses his mind. He's like, "Turn it off!" And he's trying to. He can't handle it. He wants to listen to Planet Boom, Hillsong Young and Free, the like, next generation. Yeah, a little bit Ed Sheeran. Taylor Swift, which is...
0: Uh, well, let's talk about that. How important is the the music, do you think, that we surround ourselves on a daily basis? Massively. You're You're trying to raise young boys that are in a faithful environment?
2: Firstly, words were never first used for communication. They were actually used for creation. First time words that we know of were spoken, God said, let there be light, and, and something happened when he did that. And music was never actually created for entertainment. It's first purpose that we see, even if we take the Bible at its word, historically, the first record of music is worship. And I believe that, you know, what what we listen to ha- has a massive impact on our spiritual life. And, you know, I'm not a legalist at all about, you know, you can absolutely enjoy, enjoy things and I'm not suggesting that like you have to listen to Ron Canoli every minute of every day. <laughs> Break it up, but but I, I do think you fill you fill your house, you fill your car. Really do believe the presence of God's on that. You're singing songs that declare the truth of the gospel and, and the goodness of God. I, I I think that has a I don't think I, I believe it's a it's a game changer. I, I I try to fill my car with worship and praise and you know, you worship you have a heart towards God in worship. It is amazing how a lot of your cares Can subside, and I have a lot of cares, you know. And I'm sure people listening to the podcast have a lot of cares. And I do think when we worship God, that is one way we cast our cares on Him.
0: Let's chuck the song on for everyone now. Mm -hmm. Uh, A trip back down memory lane for everyone that grew up in church in the uh, early 90s. But for everyone that didn't, please enjoy. I think they'll like it. Yeah, absolutely. They'll pretend. (laughs) Uh, David, thank you so much. Thank you, Aiden. I love you.
1: Oh, Lord, we just continue to celebrate you. We worship you not only with our mouths and with our hands clapping and feet dancing, but Lord, we we even worship you on our instruments tonight. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: This episode of Songs That Change You was recorded on the land of the Ghana people. Each episode is produced, edited, and hosted by Aidan Grant. That's me. I'd like to also thank Zach Spencer for additional audio assistance and Pastor David Hall for helping support the show. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to get in touch, maybe you have a guest suggestion or any kind of feedback, please email aidang at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening.